listeners, it's time. All month long, we've heard the question time after time. Who will stop the Rob insanity? <laughs> and it's 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 us. It's today. It's this is the last. This is it. This today we're gonna stop. This is the last. Stop one. the Rob um, insanity. <laughs> uh, it's Wednesday somewhere, and that means that you're listening to Spoiler Alert. I'm, of course, joined via Zoom teleconference by Sean and Sonia. Hello, Sean and Sonia. How are you guys? Hello. Hello. Thank you for having us. Hello. Thank you for uh, joining me on my screen, as you do weekly. Um, all, all March long, we have pitted Williams' performance, performance, there's no T on there, against <laughs> Williams' performance to find the best Robin Williams film uh in brackets of this subset of films that we chose um, week after week we have looked at three robin films in the areas of comedy drama voice work and of course a wild card round where we had not seen any of the work well no we each chose a film that we hadn't seen even if the others had seen it in this the final robin sanity round we will be ranking the winning films from the previous rounds to determine the the winner or the the, the the one that we picked, the spoiler alert <laughs> pick for Robin Sanity. Uh have been chosen big Yeah. <laughs> Clearly we stand these... by our choices. We definitely do. Yeah. Uh yeah, so it's like congratulations on being the winner, spoiler alert pick for Robin Sanity <laughs> of the subset of films that we chose to choose from. Based on these criteria. Because... <laughs> our, our lawyers chose this wording very carefully. Mm. This is true. And thank you for those lawyers. Mm-hmm. Um, these these have been chosen based off the attributes in the Robin rendition rubric. Uh, the attributes being characterization, voice, physicality, tension and emotion, and of course style points with the final caveat that the voice <laughs> acting one, we had to remove the physicality one because there's no physicality. Uh, so, in the event of a tie... Uh, the previous scores will be used to break said tie. The winners from the previous rounds are Mrs. Doubtfire, mm-hmm. yes. Hook, mm-hmm. Aladdin, mm-hmm. and Popeye. Mm-hmm. I have to say, before we begin our in-depth analyses, I am not surprised by these <laughs> final four. <laughs> I was kind of... I was initially a little bit annoyed because I was like, yeah, these are his most like popular films. Mm. But honestly, mm-hmm. we have to trust our gut and our marking because mm-hmm. they're popular because of very good reasons. This is true. And even, uh, you know, there, there were uh, some highs and some lows this month. Yes. And uh, some of the highs I kind of hoped would edge out some of these sort of staples, but they, mm. uh, you know, it got tight, but they still didn't quite make it. Um, which I think kind of uh, shows that uh, maybe we three are uh, a subset of the bigger people who watch these movies and enjoy them. And we are built by our millennial status. Exactly. <laughs> I was going to say. And like, are we probably subconsciously somewhat influenced by the the mainstream opinions about these movies? Probably a little. That's just how That's brains gotta work. Be a, yeah. Um, yeah. No, these I are think our brains. I, we can't apologize for them. <laughs> <laughs> and we won't. And this no is, matter what. This is your brain on Williams. Um, <laughs> Pan. <laughs> I'm gonna yell a lot. There we go. All right, you guys. Uh, let's let's get into these movies mm-hmm. and uh, and talk about them. Um, Can I ask also? Uh, did Sonya choose all of these? She's a she's a competitive woman. 
I'm just wondering <laughs> what are the uh, what's the breakdown of the choices? Uh, I don't remember. I think we did have to get a bit strategic at times, and I don't know who picked what. I think I only picked one of them. I think I only picked Aladdin. Really? Because uh, yeah. Mrs. Doubtfire. That might have been me. Yeah. Yeah. And who? Hook. I think. I think that was me. Oh, Jer, wow, Aladdin was me. Coming in here. And then Popeye yeah. was you, wasn't it, Sean? It was. Yeah. Uh, my my contribution is Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> and mine's which Aladdin. I, We're which doing I stand amazing. By. Yeah. Uh, so let's dive in at the top of our let's list, do it. which uh, is Mrs. Doubtfire to me. Yeah. Um, Euphigenia. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Mrs. Doubtfire is, of course, the the classic retelling of the book. I think it was also called Mrs. Doubtfire, where Robin Williams plays Robin Williams plays a father who dresses up as a nanny to try and see more of his children because he and his wife are getting divorced. Hilarity ensues, makeovers happen. Uh, uh, Possibly the best comedic scene of all time occurs. And uh, um, Pierce Brosnan almost dies on a piece of shrimp. A (laughs) piece of spicy shrimp. Yeah, it's the cayenne that really gets him. (laughs) He's allergic. Um, So you guys, uh, we we have ranked and discussed it, but... uh, Let's get into the characterization of Mrs. Doubtfire. What? What? Uh, after? Are we going to rank them all? At, all at the end? Is that how we're going to? Yeah, rank let's them? rank, them, we at rank the them at the end. And we're not okay. like giving points right now, are we? No. Okay. No. No. We're was... assigning. We're assigning points based on rank, uh, and then uh, we will be doing some maths in order to, but uh, behind the scenes maths mm. uh, in order to. Um, we we to have generate a standing by, I presume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mr. Spreadsheet. Um, anyway, uh, let's get into the characterization of Mrs. Outfire and talk about some of our some of our highs, some of our lows, and let's mm-hmm, a- mm-hmm. adjust it. This is not going to be easy to to ha- put these four films in an order that I feel satisfied with. Yeah, agreed. Um, um, I feel confident in mine, or it sprung to oh. it. It really easily fell into ranking for me, but maybe this discussion will change. Things. Uh, interesting. Okay. Very, very interesting. <laughs> Ooh, I, 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 I was wrestling with it myself. <laughs> For me, it all comes down to the, the switching between the characters mm-hmm. when it, when we're talking about Mrs. Doubtfire. So, you know, there are a few scenes where the rapid fire switching between is kind of it it would be gimmicky if it wasn't so genuinely good. Mm-hmm. No, that's fair. Uh, and I, I do think that this, uh, well, maybe with, I think this in terms of, like, physically being and acting with everything Robin has out of our subset is the sort of pinnacle of that, because he does get to be this guy, and he does get to be this, this girl, and uh, he kind of has these other weird little characters in between. Um, but I think the seams of, of it all really make it, you know, and there's these moments where he kind of stays in character, like on the bus, mm-hmm. you know, and like, you know, he's dressed as a woman, so he feels like he has to be, uh, m- you know, appear more feminine or, you know, whatever it may be, even though But then also he's really tired, and so he lets his facade slip a bit sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh. Yeah, I don't know. Sean, what are your thoubts on Mrs. Doubtfire? So, Mrs. Doubtfire as a film, 
I think we can safely say it's a pretty wackadoo film. It's mm-hmm. uh, a bit of a horror movie. It's kind of ridiculous. And uh, in anyone else's hands, I don't know if we would have mm-hmm. seen this film. It's mm. very bizarre. But it works because of how brightly Robin shines doing this mm-hmm. insane role. And um, Christopher Columbus, or Chris... <laughs> Whichever we decide to call him. Uh, mm-hmm. shot He shot each scene like two times. And then he would allow Robin to do what he called a fun scene. Which is do the same scene but improv all of his lines. Or most of his lines. And that gave the film some of its funniest material. And in a lot of ways this is how I'm ranking some of these films. Is the inherent like would this have been made without the contributions of Robin? Or like could this have mm-hmm. even existed as as good as it is without him. And so in this way, I feel like he greatly propped this film up. There's obviously a lot of great characters in it. um, But also there is, I was just reading today, this is for your interest only, but the neighbor Gloria that calls the police on him about the, the, you know, birthday party. She initially Mm -hmm. had a big subplot where they like were at odds all, all the time. Uh, and they had many sort of like, um, you know, with nosy neighbor uh, miscommunications, things like that. So in that, I wish that we could maybe, I think there's some cut footage somewhere and I would like to see that, mm-hmm. but that's mm-hmm. besides the point. Uh, I, in, in my research, I did find there is an R rated cut of Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, so I assume that that's like, they took all of the stuff that they weren't allowed to use. That was like, you know, Robin swearing or whatever and put it in. So I would be. You know, interested to see that. There is the uh, scene when Robin does the drive-by fruiting of Pierce Brosnan, mm-hmm. where you can see him mouth the F word, like F yes. But it's just no- I, nothing is coming out. So I feel like that's a, that's in the R-rated version. The, the and, Snyder uh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying so hard not to call it the Snyder Cut, Sean. <laughs> I was trying so hard not to say it. No, we have to call it what it is. It is the Snyder Cut. (laughs) I'm fine with calling every recut movie (laughs) the Snyder Cut. I think that's totally fine. Um, Yeah, no, I I think, you know, it is really incredibly charming. And thinking of the film as a whole, re-watching it, I didn't really realize how much the other actors also brought. Because there is sort of this one very ridiculous thing happening. And then everything else around it is relatively normal. Mm. Right? Like, like without this one humongous asterisk, which is, you know, ignore, not ignorable. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> everything else is pretty, you know. And uh, I, I always wonder what it's like for Sally Field, Pierce Brosnan, to have to be in the room with that. Like, do they, you know, do they give it back? Or is it just, you know all cameras on Robin and they just use the back of their head. You know, I, I, I have no idea. I wouldn't be but, surprised uh, if they're, if him and Sally Fields breakup fight was mm. not fully scripted. Cause that was very, mm-hmm. very fluid, but maybe yeah, it's just yeah. two great actors, but mm. no, absolutely. Um, you, you, like our discussions are not making this easier for me I know uh, at all. 
<laughs> we're going to have to, luckily we can, on Zoom, we can just pause the show and have a 20-minute thinking period where Jeremy gets his list in order. Well, have you already um, chosen, Jer, or are you deciding on the fly? I, I, I well, I, I, I couldn't decide. I think I need the pressure of time okay. To, okay. To, to get me there. I have some ideas, certainly, but uh, I'm not, I'm not yet sure. Um, do you guys have anything else to say about Mrs. Doubtfire before we talk about the next film on our list? I don't know that there's anything we haven't said already. I know. I don't think so. No, it's, um, it, I, you know, being put under the lens, it suffers from being pretty, like, pretty amazing. So, you know, there's not, like, any inherent flaws that are like, oh, this was really terrible. And I think the ending, where it sort of sums up that this possibly illegal activity is really good for a kid's TV show, also has, like, a really hilarious joke in it that just runs throughout and uh it makes me chuckle every time i think of it because that should never happen (laughs) yeah i wonder uh, if the judge would just very would let that go so easily because that is when that crosses your desk that's a that's a situation you (laughs) soon forget you uh, yeah because he was technically in violation of the judge's custody order yeah he was definitely and not only some bronze yeah some fraud yeah yeah and it's that like break Breaking and entering, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. There's a whole bunch of... <laughs> entering under you know, false pretenses. <laughs> yeah. And another... Uh, I always wondered, because that woman had to, like, check up on him and all yeah. that stuff. And he would have been getting paid to be Mrs. Doubtfire. So, like, is it just that easy to alter that paper trail? Uh, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Can I get paid under the qui- table? He quick quickly changes those phone numbers. You know, maybe we had to read more into that, and he's able to change I more numbers. I feel like in the 90s, it was much easier to just shuffle a few papers the other way. Also, that social worker was 80-plus. Like, she probably was <laughs> near retirement. It's a, it's a rough career, to be honest. <laughs> the level of burnout is You think high. she was only, like, 40 or something? Yeah. And she just, and asked, just wait on her so asked, heavily? She just asked to look in the big sack of money he's got hung on the door every time she comes in. <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty full. That's enough for her. Uh, okay, you guys. Um, the next contender is a, a little movie called Hook. Who? Which, uh, yeah, which I, I, I think that um, all of our people uh, hold in quite high regard. All our, of our aforementioned What do you mean, our millennials. <laughs> The millennials. That's, uh, that's, our, that's what we are. I know. I just our age say. range. <laughs> Some of us yeah. are Gen Z, okay? Just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we sure are. Nine Eleven. I don't remember dancing. it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that came off differently than I meant it to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> uh, we'll just edit that out, Sonia. Yeah. <laughs> hey, self. Can you edit that out? Um, hook. It, yeah, there are parts of it that I was like. Oh, this isn't as good as I remember. And then there were parts of it that mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is still, this still hits a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In, in my rewatch, I felt like there was a lot of parts that I was like, this is not very good. The, <laughs> like, we've probably talked about this before, but the shanty, like, pirate village mm-hmm. is so mm-hmm. obviously like a playground equipment, like, status. <laughs> and, <laughs> And just like I, for me personally, I don't think that Robin gave too powerful of performances, either as 
Peter Banning nor Peter Pan. And mm. I didn't agree with it moving forward. I will say that. Yeah, Ooh. I was actually just looking at the scores here and, and you did not. You scored what dreams may come higher, which is really saying oh something. Oh my! Which is ah. we, I want to tell everyone we're we're judging performances, not yes, not and her. that's what I was. That's what I was just about to say is that that's the thing for Hook with me, the thing with Hook for me. Old age, you guys. It's um, the Hook for me. <laughs> it's the Hook for me. Uh, you're Gen um, Z is, again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I tried to think of a Gen Z thing to say. (laughs) (laughs) Yeet. (laughs) Yeet, indeed. Um, For me, it's that his performance is pretty good in that, in terms of, you know, um, Peter Banning is quite different than a lot of the Robin characters we know and love. He, Mm -hmm. I like, it is interesting to kind of see that angry side of him. That's one of the reasons I scored it as highly as I did. And then, yeah, just the kind of, like, transformation from Banning to Pan is, it's it's heartwarming. Mm-hmm. Um, on on my, on my rewatch, uh, I was trying to figure out the last time I had actually watched it. It must have been on TBS. Like, I can't, so, you know, that was a long time ago, uh, like, high school or older. Um but there was this immense sort of loss of scale for me. Mm. Uh, and I think that that came from like a lot of the, the, you know, the things I can now see and sort of bring in. But um, I, I really, for a few weeks, can't get the scene where he sort of remembers who he is out of my head. And I've been wrestling with like, is this like really great or not so great? Because I always remembered it being so enchanting and like this huge reveal, you know, like, like, oh, he, you know, he actually is who they think he is and all this kind of stuff. Um, but it's, it's not him. <laughs> it's a, it's a different, it's a different kid. And, uh, you know, it, it works. It's effective. But, uh, you, you know, then he just sort of flies over to the Lost Boys and they crow for a bit. Like that's kind of, you know, like I, I had this moment sort of built up and I still think the performance is really solid, but um, it just like, you know, kind of lost it for me. Like it just it just weakened it so much. Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> I guess mm-hmm. it didn't hold up, you guys. I guess that's what this is. Yeah. <laughs> this is that feeling, I think. Um, oh, my God. Also, I'm not really like things. Something I was confused on the rewatch is Toodles. I don't really know mm-hmm. how is Toodles. How did Toodles come back to live with Wendy? What happened there? Why did Why is Wendy collecting these boys? What are her intentions? Well, that is a question. That's a very good question. Um, mm-hmm. The short answer is I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think that we'll. I don't think if we go into the canon, we'll figure it out. But I just I. Toodles just seemed to sort of be trapped, and then when he finally got his escape, he immediately booked it back to Neverland. Like I well, think it was know, a bit cause... of a hostage situation. Yeah, that's fair. Well, he didn't have his marbles, <laughs> and that's how she kept him, uh, you know, tightly under wraps. Oh, well, so like maybe when he left so them on quickly. purpose. Maybe. Well, oh, I think that fair. she kidnapped him so quickly he didn't even have time to to gather his things. <laughs> In, uh, I think that, 
Yeah, I think that there are lots of questions that needed to be addressed. Because, like, uh, are all the Lost Boys present in the Lost Boys? Like, do, like we meet Rufio, who is new. Mm. A new Lost Boy. And then, uh, I don't think any of the existing ones are, like, because we accounted for. We think that when they... When they go to Neverland, they stay the same age that they arrived at, right? Yes. Yeah. Which that's what we believe. Yes. Well, uh, in which the original, makes sense apparently, why in the original, apparently, because the Lost Boys population would start to get too big, sometimes Peter Pan would kill some of them. I read this online recently. A wow. Lost Boy like culling? That yes, a culling. Very brutal. <laughs> You guys, apparently Ruf- Rufio is in the in the original one. I'm so confused. What? Um, oh my something, god! Something well, I read about Rufio is the scene where he says, "You're dead, Jelly Man," and like puts the sword up to his neck. He had to say that line backwards and then pull the sword away from his neck so that they could film that. Oh, isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah, that is crazy. That is. Well, couldn't you just get a fake sword? I don't know why they uh, chose it, to instead make this teenager memorize the line backwards, but that's what they decided. Uh, in in school, you learn that a lot of things are easier to do backwards. Hmm. So uh, it probably was actually pretty easy to just get this kid to sorry. You know, I don't know phonetically if we're just say something. Glaze over the fact that you you learned a lot of things in school backwards in Moose Jaw. What kind of no, public no, no, education like, they got it, going over there? In, in in film school, you guys. I went to film school. I know. Oh, right. I was you just trying to... not to laugh about. You went to school after school. I see. <laughs> yeah, I went to film school. Then I went to high school. After that, elementary school, and then I kicked butt in, in kindergarten. Yeah. Okay. I bet you did. Now right? that the timeline's all in order, I'm... thank you. <laughs> what are we confused about here? <laughs> um, but. Uh, I think there is a bit of consensus in what we're talking about for the, you know, quick comparison of Mrs. Doubtfire to Hook. Um, I also think is, is, okay, this is, this is just a question that I've been wrestling with this sort of whole time. And not only with this Rob Insanity, but other March Madnesses that we have dealt with. But do we think a stellar performance from a co-star negatively impacts that mm. of, of the, the individual we're discussing? I mean, uh, I think it kind of came up in Bridges of Madison County, but I think in that sense, they were propping each other up. Like, I oh, think yeah. that that was, I was like, yeah. totally what that was. Yeah, I was no. like, are we about After- to try and say Clint Eastwood's better than Meryl? Because I'm not ready. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I can't even, I can't even tell you what the answer to that no, would be. I would fight but, you. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> uh, tempers are getting heated here, you guys. <laughs> uh, does, like, does Dustin Hoffman do such a good job mm. that it just doesn't leave room? Like, is that is that what happened here? If I'm not mistaken, on our dramas episode, I literally said, it's quite a feat that he wasn't overshadowed by Dustin Hoffman. Do you still feel that way? Do you still, I don't know yeah, if do I do. Do you think that he wasn't? Mm-hmm. I think he kind of was, but, but now is it because... <sighs> Because that was right after I watched the movie, and now this is two weeks later. Mm-hmm. Three. Well, that's that's the it, it got put into the next round, so it's subject to all of these these other thoughts. These hard here. questions. Mm-hmm. Probably in some ways he did. 
Mm-hmm. Is that qualified enough? <laughs> yeah, that's. I think that's fine. Yeah, Sean, what do you think? Um, yeah, De- Dustin definitely put in a much more of a balls out performance, but also mm-hmm. just like had a, a better role. Yeah. Um, so yeah. The, yeah. I guess you can't really compare the two, but. Well, I mean, uh, they are side by side, so I think it's kind of fair. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, I do think that, you know, uh, that sort of sense of scale is still there for Captain Hook. And in my mind, when I think of Captain Hook in any version of it, I do think of Dustin Hoffman. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, even uh, Roy watches Jake and the Neverland Pirates all the time. Daily, even. And uh, the I, I look at that Captain Daily. Hook and I imagine... Uh, what yeah. is the... By the way... What's this spin-off? It's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, we got a moment for this. Uh, Jake and the Neverland Pirates is a kid's show about, uh, Peter Pan has another group called the, the, their little pirates, I guess. Anyway, Jake is the leader of this group. There's three of them. They've got a talking boat. It's fine. Um, (laughs) the boat doesn't talk. It just goes ding, ding. Uh, but, um, the, uh, the thing that was, the thing that I thought was really interesting when rewatching the film hook is that his son's name is Jake. And so I wonder if that's sort of what they're playing at in this show, and that eventually you'll find out that, uh... It's Jack. uh, You know, yeah. Jake? Jake? Jack? Jack. It is Jack. Oh my god. Well, this this theory doesn't make any sense. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off mid-sentence, but I thought it, and then I said it. I'm so confused by this. And I was like, oh man, that's really interesting. So maybe it's nothing. I don't know. Maybe it's just a cash cash grab. But uh, it's a crazy show. Uh, watch it if you're a young child. I think that, that's <laughs> well, probably I what we'll we do leave. have a lot of toddler we, listeners. So that's uh, that is true. Uh, and with that, and with that, we're out of time for our first half. Uh, we're gonna take a break and listen to some words from our sponsors. You're listening to Spoiler Alert on ninety one point three FM CJTR Regina Community Radio, tuned into the community. Uh, welcome back to Spoiler Alert on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio, tuned into the community. Uh, today is our wrap-up of the Robin sanity that has been going on all March long. But first, uh, does anyone know what time it is? Anyone know? Mm. Anyone have any idea what time? time? I do not time have of day any it is. idea. Time. It's game time, people! Oh. Ding, ding! <laughs> got it like the boat is that the yeah boat? i got it that's hilarious that's the boat uh it was pretty good uh for those who don't know or if you're just tuning in the game is where i spend literally five seconds this week looking for a title related to a topic that these two have hopefully not seen i tell them the title they tell me what they think it's about i tell them what it's really about and we all have a great time you guys are you ready to play the game i yes. think i'm ready this week's title is the survivors mm. that title again the Survivors. The Survivors. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Well. Do you want me to go first, Sean? Ugh. Yeah, you can go first. <laughs> okay. I think The Survivors is a movie from the 2000s. Mm-hmm. About an apocalypse situation that just so happens to occur on the night when CBS is taping a reunion of all of the survivors winners. Survivor. Mm-hmm. It's just there are in the title of that. Forty show. some seasons, right? There's a lot of seasons. Yes, there are okay. so many of them. Um and it just so happens that the post apocalyptic or the apocalyptic event 
I guess it can't mm-hmm. be post-apocalyptic if it's happening. <laughs> Current apocalypse. Um, it's a meteor, and they just so happen to be in the exact right spot that they are the only people who survive. So wow. they are the surviving survivors, and then they have to survive. And it's <laughs> and and Robin's one of them. He's a he's a main one. Mm. Does he okay. play any specific um, person from Survivor? Like mm, uh, I think it's just sort of a. It's almost like a Christopher Guest esque mm. like oh. spoof of the kind of prototypes of people who go on Survivor. So he mm. definitely is like wearing a bandana. And, like, oh, for sure. <laughs> a bandana yeah. as a hat and pants. Yeah. 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 Same okay. Bandana. All right. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I believe um, the Survivors is um, unfortunately also about a apocalyptic event. But in this mm-hmm. case, um, the people that are left, uh, several of them band together to create this sort of traveling band of clowns and jesters that just sort of go across the countryside <laughs> and like entertain at various outposts. Uh, and he is a member of these this crew. And yeah, they're, they, they do little skits. They do uh, a little fart humors and they try to bring a smile to these people. But it's a dangerous life on the road for a band of jesters. And, you know, things, things happen. That's all I'll say. Like a Renaissance theater troupe. Wow. Yes. Okay. I love it. All right. Uh, wow. Thank you, guys. Thank you both very much. Um, uh, you're both uh, incorrect in every way, shape, or form. Um, mm-hmm. I will reveal at this point that um, there was a possible... I think I might warn you guys in advance. There was a possible bonus point you could win. <gasps> Sonia, you were so close. Uh, and, and that was for the mention of Jeff Probst. If you had said his name, you would have gotten... Uh, I don't know if he's there or not, but uh, if you had said it, you so would have weird. gotten that Sonya bonus says point. says Jeff probes almost every day normally. Yeah! <laughs> Today she did it. Tip my tongue! <laughs> As it should be. <laughs> um, uh, you guys, The Survivors is a 1983 film. Uh, I've never seen it, uh, but it looks like the kind of movie I should have. I don't know why I didn't. Uh, it stars Walter Matthau and Robin Williams. Okay. And uh, when I watched... When I watched the trailer, I actually kind of got a little misty. Like I was like, like actually, like that never like, happens. Well, yeah, I was, I was like, anyway. So I'm gonna watch this pretty, pretty quickly. Um, and of course, I love these budgets. One, the budget might be my favorite thing: a budget of fifteen million dollars and a box office of fourteen million, which oh, is a, a little so shameful. close. Um, but uh, Robin Williams. And Walter Matthau play two New Yorkers who kind of get in this, like, um, situation, we'll call it, <laughs> with uh, an armed robber who is also a hitman. And um, uh, yeah, Robin Williams loses his job, his wife, and his life, and moves to Vermont to try and train and become this survivalist guy. And uh, Walter Matthau has to kind of visit him to warn him that the, the, the hitman is coming. Uh, this movie looks crazy, you guys. It looks like Grumpy Old Men with violence. Mm. There's uh, violence in Grumpy Old Men. They yeah, it was no, like, no, like stuff. Uh, I, I, I was well. I caught the trailer. I'm not gonna get into it too much because I don't, I don't want to spoil anything for myself. 
But um, there's like scenes with them up against trees and them shooting each other in the tree. Like it looks like a full blown action situation. Wow. Anyway, um, everyone, I think, should probably check out this movie. Is Jeff Probst in it, or was that just for your personal gratification? That was just for me. Yeah, oh, no, okay. that was this. Th- this was made in 1983, Sean. Okay. Yeah. Well, Jeff Probst uh, is was probably alive. <laughs> I don't think he's younger than <laughs> 38 or whatever. Was that wasn't his Celebrity Jeopardy days, of course? <laughs> or no, Rock and Roll, Rock and Roll Jeopardy. Sorry, that's the that's a that's a different thing. Uh, yeah, he would have been. He would have been around. Uh, okay. Um, you guys, thank you for playing the game. Thank you, thank you Jared. so much. For uh, us. we're 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 jumping right back into our Robin Sanity situation, where we're just highlighting the final four films before we arranged them in an order that uh, makes one of them the official spoiler alert selection slash winner. Um, we're talking about a movie. It's not very well known. Next, uh, it's called Aladdin. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's a serious period piece. Uh, no, okay. Uh, we're talking about... Uh, this production company perf- I've never really heard of either. Yeah. <laughs> Disney? Disney? Uh, <laughs> Disney? Did yeah, you guys think that... I, did you think the D in, in Disney was not a D when you were a kid? Yes. That's an aside. What? What are you talking... Oh, really? It, it looks like a G. It was like... It was so... It's so weird looking. It looked like a G. Like oh, I didn't know. I, Disney. Yeah, I was gonna make a. I was gonna make a joke about Disneyland being its own country. Anyway, um, you guys, this this seems like the craziest thing I've ever said in my life, but I'm gonna go ahead and say it anyway. What do you think of Aladdin? Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> as far as Indian I have, go. I will tell you what. I have zero problems with it racially. <laughs> yeah. With regards to blue genies, of course, is what you're referring. To. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant. That was sarcastic, um, listener. Just yeah, FYI. we yeah they can't see your face, so they wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, this might be one of the best voice performances of all time. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I think we can easily slot think, it there. I think we can definitely chalk it up to that. Um, I spe- yeah. Mm-hmm. So like I, we kind of covered this when we talked about it on the voicing episode, but he does fifty plus characters. Um, mm-hmm. there is, they had approximately 16 hours of material, uh, because they just kind of let him roll. He improved a lot of his, uh, dialogue, which you never do in animated films. I feel nope. like that's insane. Um, and he basically, it's like started the Disney Renaissance again. People were like, oh yeah, this, you guys have got some good stuff going on here. I feel mm. like it basically started the... Uh, the I, the catalyst for um film stars doing voicing, which mm. honestly not a great idea because a lot yeah, of people like, care <laughs> That's maybe a point against. Yeah, yeah, that might have been a counterpoint. But yeah, it's it's extremely influential, uh, in a voicing capacity as well as just, you know, what make what makes that film incredible? It's him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that movie would be. I mean, the Alan Menken songs are pretty good, but, like, it wouldn't be much without him. Mm-hmm. There was also a cut Alan Menken song called Humiliate the Boy, which I've never heard before, but I would oh, like to... boy, yeah. I would like to... Inter- I'm interested to hear. I have questions, <laughs> Alan. Uh, um, proud I... gay man, Alan Menken, also. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm like... Uh... <laughs> um, 
Yeah, that's yeah, okay. Um I as a person who has watched this quite frequently for the past two or three years, mm-hmm. um because that's my life, uh I am surprised at how tight his performance is again and again. Mm. And there Oh Jeremy, you are... know he doesn't do it every time live, right? <laughs> he does, like, yeah, no, that's like it. when you watch it. <laughs> okay, I just want to make sure but, uh uh, that's fair. Uh, but um, the fact that I've seen it as many times as I have, and some of the jokes still make me laugh, yeah, kind of makes me concerned about myself. <laughs> um, but I think this is like the biggest injection of Robin that we have of these four. Mm-hmm. Um, where you're sort of getting... Uh, yeah, it's also worth noting, listeners, we did not talk about his stand-up specials at all. Like, we uh, we did not get into that. But this is probably the closest thing to one, mm. without all the swearing and lewd lewd bits. <laughs> so you know, lewd yeah, bits. like maybe this, and then the the like job office scene, the employment office scene in Mrs. Doubtfire. Maybe. Oh yeah. Yeah. But like this is longer, so true. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> I forgot about. I forgot about. It made me laugh. It made yeah. Me... Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Does anyone have any other thoughts? About Aladdin, again, it's really great uh, in terms of Robin Williams' performance, uh, other sort of issues aside, and of course, Will Smith aside, because no one is, no one's talking about that today. Uh, well, that's I the am, thing, and is, I liked like, it. Let, oh, I was going to say, it is, <laughs> it is apparent when I was like, okay, Will might be up to this challenge to at least, you know, hold a candle to this wind, mm-hmm. but... You, you just can't. No, that's the thing. It does not, it's it's not even comparable. But I mm-hmm. did actually think Will Smith was one of the only good parts of the new one. I, th- I think they did a good job in the new one. And I think, this is now an aside, but I think they just, by taking it far enough in another direction, yeah, it kept yeah. them safe, right? Because you could never redo it, right? Exactly. Like, it's literally capturing Robin, like, Robin Williams. That's, like, that's it. That's what it mm-hmm. was. So, you know, to try again... To do that again would have been impossible. But like, oh, let's get another prominent actor who people like through, for all these other reasons to have his own references. You, you know, like maybe it'll work. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't like the new one as much. That's fair. I mean, it's, yeah. yeah, there's no comparing. And for me, like the thing that sets this movie apart from the rest of the finalists is just like the sheer amount of joy that you get from this performance. Mm. Like it is joyful in every sense of the word. Okay. All right. Yes. Uh, any other uh, words on Aladdin before we move to our fourth and final finalist? None. Nope. Uh, you guys, it's a little, um, a little movie. Uh, no, sorry. The big blockbuster hit. That's my joke. I'd <laughs> say what it was. Yeah. Uh, Popeye, uh, which made it to the final round, uh, which was his first really big film. Which I think is actually a pretty imp- like impressive thing that it got on th- this list. Mm-hmm. This is a uh, real underdog. Well, it's an impressive movie. <laughs> <laughs> did you so not like Popeye? Ways. No, I did, but I just think like in the sense of like it leaves an impression. Oh, certainly, yeah, it really does. You, there's things that I keep thinking about actually. Yeah, there's a scene Honestly, where Bluto pushes a man's head down. And because they're all, all the actors are like European circus clowns or something. And this guy just like <laughs> squishes his head into his body and like yeah. makes it look like he's just collapsing into like a puddle. 
It's very crazy. The thing that I keep thinking about, well, there's, a, first of all, just Shelley Duvall in general, her her embodiment mm-hmm. of olive oil. I think this is another one with, like, a strong co-star that mm-hmm. makes it hard to measure up. But the thing that I keep thinking about is during the boxing scene, one of the spectators was this man who similarly gives off big clown vibes. Um, and his facial reaction, when something exciting would happen, he would lift up his hat and go like, and make an O with his mouth, and I can still see it. I can see it behind <laughs> my eyes right now. Burned into Because it looked exactly like an old-timey cartoon. Like that. <laughs> that was pretty good, Sonia. Um... This, uh, I, I watched a few more scenes again. Mm. I think I just find this incredibly unsettling. It is! This performance it's of Popeye. eerie. It's an eerie film. Uh, and it's, it's like the uncanny valley for me, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, thinking of sort of Sean's comments from the last time we talked about it, uh, I, I you do really lose him in it. Mm. But you get some skin-covered creature that <laughs> horror movies dare not dream. <laughs> you get, I just can't... You get a forearm-covered creature. It just... I can't not see it any... Like, and then it culminates in the very... I talked about it last week. The very graphic shoving of spinach into oh, his yeah. face in water. And I, <laughs> I laughed a lot re-listening to that part while editing. I can't not... I can't... It just... It's just it, like, not unlike your man lifting his hat up with his round mouth. I can't get it out of my mind. <laughs> that's, you know, that is the thing, that this film, it just, like, it's like barbed wire. It just sticks with you. Mm-hmm. Certainly, yeah. No, uh, an impression was made. Yeah, I had seen this before. I had watched it many times as a child. Really? and thought it was fine. And now I just cannot. It's something about those forearms. I don't know what it, it's yeah. like when. Did you, yeah. Did you guys ever watch Splice? No. Yes. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, it's same, kind of splice. Same it's, vibes. It's same very vibes. it's a body horror film is what it is. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I'd make that comparison in my life, but here we are. Here we are. Um, it also has like zero kind of cohesion as a a story. Like the plot is nonsense. I mean, things mm-hmm. happen in a yeah. somewhat sequential order, but like the logic is but very is, is not there. Yeah, it's he's Bluto's kidnapping Sweepy because he is um, psychic, yeah. and yeah. it'll make him rich. I mean, um, it's a you know, it's a logical move. And Popeye's dad is just there, like anyway. Yeah, but that's that all aside. Robin's performance is <laughs> dare I right. say haunting. Yes, I think so. Um, like, it's really something. It is. It's very good. And also, uh, I was reading that most of his, most of the audio for him was not captured very well, because mm. he did his Gollum Smeagol thing, where he'd say his line, and then he'd be like, rah, 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 like, underneath. Popeye yeah. style. Mm. And he had to do, basically, all of that redubbing after Oh, yeah. So, yeah, no, that, that is very I evident I feel like that could lose some of his his magic mm. perhaps he's not working yeah. on the fly like he was but the fact that it keeps some of the magic in there is pretty impressive mm-hmm. I think under so. those circumstances alright you guys does anyone have any parting words before we send our scores off 
I am to... what I am. That's all I can say. And oh. she sings a song called I Am What I Am. That's uh, That was the joke, Sean. <laughs> Sonia, but I appreciate is... you explaining it to listeners who might not have watched the movie. You know what? Because <laughs> otherwise we're, it wouldn't have been a joke. But, and you we're know actually what? fighting. You, we're fighting now. Oh, no. Oh, Sean and I have never had a fight. This is big for us. Oh. We're both very non-confrontational. Well, the, the it's it's happening now. Um, okay, you guys. Right. I think it's time to talk about our final rankings of these films. Um, do uh, should we start at the bottom? How do you guys want to yeah, do this? Yeah, I think start start at the bottom. Okay, uh, Sonia, do you want to kick us off with your 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 least favorite of the four? Yep. So I for this one went with Hook as my least favorite, just because I do feel like it's the least impactful performance. God, okay, speaking of you. Survivor, this is very bad. Like, I voted, <laughs> it is. I also voted for Hook. <gasps> okay. Unless no, Hook that's... has the immunity idol, I guess. <laughs> it does not. Do you, guys, do you guys feel a Survivor episode coming? Um, <laughs> no. I put, I, I, put, I put my number one pick at Popeye. Okay. Well, that's uh, your number four pick, but you gave it a one. <laughs> yes, it's that's that's the way it's <laughs> just yes. to be confusing. Yeah, that's, no, that's fair. fair. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for that. That that's an important distinction to make. <laughs> uh, yes, my my lowest of the of the set is Popeye. Thank you. Mm. Uh, your uh your third place pick, Sonia, please. My third place pick, I did put Popeye. Hmm. I as well chose Popeye. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. I chose Hook. <gasps> so I think that uh that that, that clearly creates each other two, out. That two, two categories of um of, of picks here. Okay, yeah. all right. Very interesting. This uh, is getting uh your your second place pick, Sonia. Well, this I will say this was a toss up for me and I had to think about it for a bit, but I went with my gut. And for my second place, I did choose Aladdin. Okay, wow. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Sean? And I chose Mrs. Doubtfire. (sighs) Okay. All right. Uh, I as well chose... The Silence. (laughs) It could have been either of you, so I was trying to make some suspense. I chose Aladdin as well. Oh, Um, Uh, which means that for your first pick, Sonia, you chose Mrs. Doubtfire. Sean chose. I chose a lad, and I chose Mrs. Doubtfire, which I think uh, wow uh, means Sonia, if you would care to calculate those scores and let us know where we're at. So in last place with four points, Hook. In third place. With five points, Popeye. In second place, a very close second. With ten points, Aladdin. Which means our pick for Robin Sanity, Mm -hmm. making us the most basic people Uh, on this earth, Mm -hmm. is Mrs. Doubtfire. And I I think uh, if anyone is surprised and could let us know, uh, that would be huge, because uh, 
I we think, would love I think, a little controversy. This oh, is yes. true. Oh. But I have to course. say that this month of watching Robin films I haven't seen before, Death to Smoochie, mm-hmm. I've enjoyed ex- mm. very much. Mm-hmm. There was I a lot it. that... Good morning, Vietnam. I didn't enjoy that much, and I had felt guilty <laughs> about not seeing it, so... <laughs> yeah, that same, Sean. That one really let me off the hook. I was like, oh, I was right. Um, I would like to ask a very brief question. I think we've got the time for it. It's just one little note on my thing here. Uh, what, you guys, what's the worst one? What's the worst film on this list? Oh, God. What Dreams May Come. Over absolutely anything? <laughs> what? What's your suggestion? Oh, also the dog. What's the dog? Oh, yeah, movie? absolutely yeah. anything. Yeah, the one where Robin Williams was barely in it, and the plot was just a, a list of jokes. Yeah. Jokes. <laughs> jokes is jokes. a no, generous... Right. Jokes. Absolutely Anything was definitely the worst film of my life. I blocked it completely out. I didn't remember yeah, I forgot about it. that one as well. Whew, uh, that was, yeah, was such a bad. steamy poo pile. Uh, I'm just... That you want to you want to talk images that won't get out of your head. <laughs> Seeing that dog poo strut its little butt over to the toilet and throw itself in is something you'll I'll never forget. Sean, can I admit something to you? You mm-hmm. like that? I thought it was I a bit funny <laughs> 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 because I'm a child. I can't help it. Uh, I I will also uh, just before. In the, in the few moments we have left here, I did have to explain the plot of What Dreams May Come to my wife mm. to talk about the stupid thing with the the flight attendant. Like, oh, to yeah. explain that that weird mechanism, I had to you talk had to all around it macro, yeah. to get it, to get it, to get it. And um, uh, the ex- explanation ended <laughs> with me showing my wife the trailer for the film, <laughs> but talking over it so I like explaining who these people were that you saw. She's like, and I it didn't was ask for this. crazy. No one asked for it. No one needed it. And uh, yeah, man. And the thing that keeps coming back to me is that my cousin loves this movie. He loves it so much. And Your now I'm just. I presume you're not speaking anymore. That's... Does he love to cry? Because remember how it made me cry over twenty oh times. Oh my god. <laughs> I should watch it again to see if it... No, never mind, I shouldn't do that. I, I, I cried only because of this. Like, I was just doing, like, this weird look the whole time, and my <laughs> okay. eyes just watered to try and get more moisture. Uh, you guys, uh, this has been Robin Insan- Robin Sanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a crazy month, and uh, next next March we'll think of something equally as crazy to do. But uh, as, as, as luck would have it, through a month of discussion and scoring... Mrs. Doubtfire is the best God. Robin Williams film, according to spoiler alert. We're gonna have to do some and Robin that... Williams detogs. <laughs> I, is it weird that I want to watch more? I miss well, and this is the thing is that also I just miss him so much. Yeah, no, I think that's the. I, think I know that's, that's, that's not a effect. hot take, but mm-hmm. oh god, just gotta binge Mork and Mindy. Um, Honestly, maybe. Yeah, which we didn't talk about. Uh, That's all the time we have, folks. I'd like to give a shout-out to the Garys for the use of our theme song, Manatuna, my co-hosts, Sonya and Sean, everyone at CJTR, and to our listeners. Spoiler alert is broadcast live Wednesdays at 6 p.m., rebroadcast Thursdays at noon, and is available as a podcast on CJTR's website. We're on Twitter at SpoilerAlertYQR and Instagram at SpoilerAlertCJTR. 
Uh, My Electric is coming up next. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye.